You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Hello, this is Ben Ashmade and welcome to the King's Place podcast, a series of podcasts looking at the upcoming events at the North London venue. On this latest mini edition, I speak on the phone to Geoffrey Siegel about his inventive concert at the venue entitled Keyboard Conversation, a music love triangle, Brahms and the Schumanns. Let's start by finding out what Keyboard Conversations is. It's a concert with commentary. What I mean by this is that every work on a keyboard conversation program is performed in its entirety. What we like to think of as being the plus is that prior to the performance of each work, I speak to the audience briefly and in non-technical language about the piece of music that they are to hear. The idea came from essentially two different types of listeners. I would and still do meet people after concerts at after concert parties who would say, oh, I love music and I go to a lot of concerts and I have a CD collection, but I wish my listening experience could be more than just absorbing sound. I wish I could listen on a more meaningful and rewarding and enriching level. I also meet people who will say somewhat uh, sheepishly, oh, I know I'm missing something not to have Brahms or Beethoven in my life, but I've never been to a concert before. Can't a musician like you make an inviting, accessible introduction to great music for someone like me who's not used to going to a concert? So wherever I do the keyboard conversations, I would say that the audiences are a mixture of avid music lovers, perhaps musicians themselves who play these works, but also, thankfully, we get a lot of people who don't normally go to concerts but are attracted to this accessible introductory format. And I should conclude that each keyboard conversation program finishes with a short question and answer bit where the audience is encouraged and invited to participate. So they have the opportunity to ask whatever they like. And it's therefore a more inviting and more informal classical music concert experience than, shall I say, the the traditional concert. So in the Q&A, what's the most unusual question you've been asked? There was a 10-year-old boy sitting in, I think, the first row who finally broke from his mother's grasp and raised his hand high and said, Mr. Siegel, how many hours a day did Bach have to practice? Would you say there was a teacher or someone who inspired you in the first place? The guiding light was an American conductor, whom, of course, you knew in Britain as well, and his name was Leonard Bernstein. He would talk on occasion before conducting a piece of music. And I'll never forget being part of the audience. He was about to conduct the Beethoven Fifth Symphony, which, of course, I thought I knew everything there was to know about. And he talked for a few minutes about what a revolutionary piece this was and how extraordinary Beethoven could composed this work and did a few excerpts out of context and he did it so well and so engagingly that I am a professional musician and the person I was at the concert with who had never been to a concert before both of us were on the edge of our seats to hear the Beethoven Fifth Symphony when he turned around to conduct it after he had talked about it and we heard it with renewed appreciation and we felt as if we were on the inside track and I felt if I could do that for the piano repertoire 
that would be something that I thought would be very worthwhile as a musician to do. Do you think that classical music is sometimes thought of as just something for intellectuals? I think there is this concept. And of course, the concept is shot away immediately when you realize that these exalted composers were actually human beings who had many of the same emotions and thoughts that the rest of us do. And particularly the program coming up, the musical love triangle program with music of Robert Schumann and Clara Schumann and Johannes Brahms is particularly attractive for any thinking, feeling human being, whether they've ever been to a concert or not. For most of this music is love-inspired. I know it sounds like a Hollywood script, but it really is true. There are certain pieces of music on this program that would not be what they are had it not been for the uh, personal affections amongst these three. And there's no way to talk meaningfully about the music without going into the personal lives of these composers. So I think particularly our program coming up on 30th of May is particularly attractive for it really deals with love and music in a way. And Jeffrey, tell me a little bit more about this concert. Love-inspired music is really the subtext, if you will, of this program. The love story of Robert and Clara Schumann and what they had to go through to get married and the music that they wrote that was inspired by and dedicated to one another when their musical compositions happened to be at a certain period of time the only communication that was allowed to them they couldn't see one another they were not allowed to even write personal letters to one another for reasons i will explain there was a nearly two-year period where Robert and Clara were only able to communicate officially by sending their respective musical compositions to one another. So these musical compositions, without straining one's imagination, became musical love letters. And there are even certain melodies that they use in their pieces of music, which, if you will, signify and confirm their love for one another. Where does Johannes Brahms fit into this? Brahms' musical god was Robert Schumann. And on a fateful day, the 30th of September, 1853, the barely 20-year-old Brahms knocks on the door of the Schumann household so that he could have the opportunity to meet Robert Schumann and to play some of his compositions for his God. What happened on that day and how it was to influence the life of all three of them from that moment on, both musically and personally, is part of the sub-theme of the program. And Brahms also writes certain pieces of music that wouldn't be what they are and we wouldn't have them if it would not have been for his love of the wife of his musical champion and his God, Robert Schumann. And I'm speaking, of course, of Brahms' love for Clara. I teased the audience at the last Keyboard Conversation program by telling them that the one coming up, this one, the musical love triangle, might be considered an X-rated program. Jeffrey Siegel there talking about Keyboard Conversation, a music love triangle between Brahms and the Schumanns, which takes place on Wednesday the 30th of May. Music on the evening ranges from Brahms' variation on a theme of Paganini to Clara Schumann's Romance in G Minor. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For full details about this or any other event, please visit our website, kingsplace.co.uk. Tickets for all events are available from as little as £9.50 online. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk